Welcome to the Christian Worship Center podcast. We pray that this message encourages you and inspires you. Visit us online at cwcbayarea.com for service times and directions. Come on, put your hands together with me and welcome Dr. Clyde Rivers. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much, man. You guys are, this is one of the, uh, I was telling Pastor, I traveled around the world. Uh, I've been to, to over 80 nations. I grew up special education. I rode a short bus to a special school because I stuttered. So I didn't come from the top. I came from the bottom, and now we're here. <laughs> You're here this evening by divine design. You are going to hear some things that take place. The Holy Spirit is going to give you some things this evening that your, your head may not be able to grab, but let it, be, let it be grabbed in your heart. Pastor just said something so powerful. It's not predicated on your education knowledge. It's predicated on your heart. Let me tell you this. Uh, I said, God, I'm the only honorary ambassador at large for another nation that's not my own in the entire world. Jesus can do above and beyond what you can ask or imagine. You hear that? I want, and I want to challenge you by how it takes place. It doesn't take place because you train yourself it takes place because of steps of obedience daily. I never had any aspiration to be in government at all. I was opposed to it. But I kept praying, and God just kept leading me by his spirit. Let me tell you, when, when you're ready for the next level, the next level comes to get you. When you're not ready for the next level, it will not show up in your life. What ends up happening is next, next level people start to show up in your life when you're ready for the next level. This church is one of the best I go to in the world. I'm telling you that, and, and I, I don't have to say that. I'm telling you the truth. This is one of the best churches that I go to in the world because the people stay as one. You're moving the needle every day, helping lives. You're one of the best, most vibrant churches I go to in the 80 nations. You're blessed to have leaders, true leaders, true leaders. I mean that. And, and if I can challenge you, never take your leaders for granted. Never Say, oh, that's pastor. Oh, that's just pastor. Never do that. Let, let me tell you the most important thing I learned when I, be, when I became an ambassador. When I became an ambassador, let me tell you what I learned that I didn't have. I didn't understand protocol. Now I'm going to tell you how government works. Protocol, God only works through order and protocol. Any one of your friends that calls herself 
a believer and they're a loose cannon and they aren't connected. They're a loose cannon and they aren't connected and they aren't doing major things for God. When I became an ambassador, they said, Dr. Rivers, when you speak, they have to do it. They have to. They have no option. If I say, get this done, everybody in the, in, in the system knows, just do it, just do it, just do it. And that's why Jesus, if you understand the, the, the centurion soldier, he knew. He said, because you're a man under authority at your word. See, authority knows authority. It knows it at your word. So he, so he knew he didn't have to go to, to, to lay hands on his sick brother. He knew at his word he would be healed because he was following protocol and authority. Guys, I work with the presidents of the nations of the world. And let me tell you the way up. (laughs) The way up is to allow God to crush your dream. Every one of you sitting in this place, your dream has died. When it dies, he gives you his dream. (laughs) I'm speaking from practical experience. I wanted to be the biggest preacher with the biggest church in the world. But Jesus wanted me to affect presidents of nations. My dream was too small, and my dream died. Did you hear what I'm saying? My dream died. I just wrote a book with Dr. Miles Monroe, who passed, uh, and Dr. Don Norai, the president of Destiny Image. Number one Christian book writing. Let me explain this. Guys, when God gives you an assignment, you don't have to help him. You don't have to help him. Let me tell you what happened. God told me last year, he said, you're going to write a book. I go, God, I'm not the best writer in the world. I'm traveling to, to, to Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, to a small African-American church on a snowy night where everyone stayed home except for this one white man came in the front row and I was preaching. He kept saying, amen, amen, amen. So I started preaching to him. Yeah, you know, (laughs) won't you? Hey. (laughs) This man, after, he came up to me and said, ambassador, I want to write a book with you. I go, who are you? He goes, I'm Don Norai, the president of the biggest of Destiny Image. What? So, So hear this. So God knew on a cold night in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, in a small African-American church, destiny met. And now I have a book that comes out, uh, uh, it comes out the first week in November to 15,000 Christian bookstores around the world. God has a bigger dream and a bigger plan than what you have. But you have to die. Cool. You have to die to yourself. So he can live. People talk about the, the, the reason why we actually wrote this book. The, the book's called The Forgotten Mountain. Have you heard about the seven mountains? I had a problem with that because I never seen a Christian on top of one. So my buddy Lance Wall I go, Lance, got a problem with that. I've walked the mountain, climbed it, drew pictures of it. How come we don't own any mountain? I said, Lance Wana, I'm the only person that works in a country where 
a mountain's been occupied by Jesus. The government of Burundi, the president, is a believer in Jesus, so he took the government mountain. So, I, so I'm going to tell you how he took the mountain and how you'll take a mountain. <laughs> Jesus, if you can't govern yourself on the inside, you will never govern for God on the outside. If you can't govern your own insides, your own life from the inside, you'll never govern a mountain for God. So what he does, he, he will crush your dream. He will, everything that you want and you pray for, he won't give it to you. And says, are you still going to pray or are you going to leave like everybody else? That's what he does. Well, pastor's missing my gift. No one sees me. He said, die. I want to be this. I want to be this. He says, die. Lord, I want to be famous. Die. Let me tell you, I wanted to be famous until I had an experience in Kenya, Africa. I'm there honoring these bishops at the time of the Constitution referendum in the country. So, so I'm honoring these people. I'm in Bastard Rivers with the, uh, with the, a uni with the Institute Education. So I'm honoring people, and one day I wake up and I'm headline news as the American fraud in Kenya, Africa. Headline news. I woke up, put TV on, he's going to watch it. Hey, that's me. Oh my God, that's me. <laughs> and what they did, they took videos of me and they spliced them together and they had me looking like the biggest idiot in the world. They said, Dr. Rivers, under FBI investigation, Dr. Rivers in America, criminal. I go, Lord, why? How'd this happen? I'm here serving you. And he said, no. He said, you walked away from me while serving me. I said, Explain. When you stand and speak, that's my gift. What are you doing with me outside the gift? Yeah, yeah. So I, I walked away from God while standing up and the best anointings would show up. But the anointing is him. That's his gift. It's not my life. I got a lesson. So I sit with God every day now. And I talk to God. And I don't want fame anymore. Because I was for four days. If you think all black people look alike, they don't. <laughs> Those people in Kenya, they knew it was me. I'm walking down the street, they're going. <laughs> so all black people don't look alike. They recognize me. For four days, I wept. I said, I said, honey, how could this happen? Honey, I'm traveling the world. I miss you to my wife. And God lets this happen. But let me tell you something. If you have a dream you will go through some stuff. I, I'm, I'm telling you. And, and, and when you keep your heart pure, let, there are anointings and mantles for nations in this place. Let me, let, 
God's dream is bigger than you. If you can do it, you don't need him. So he called me to a place now. Guys, I stand before the presidents of nations, and I, and I say, Mr. President, I have your answer. And I'll be in meetings, and they have their security, their, their secret service, and I'm there. I'm speaking. And, and the Holy Spirit shows up, and the presidents kick out their, their guards and say, can you speak to me? I'm having major problems in my life. Can you speak to me? Presidents have no friends, no one to talk to because everyone bows to, to them. But when they hear the voice of the Spirit of God, I'm going to challenge you on something, man. When you only speak to Christians, you lose how to talk to the world. <clears throat> Let me tell you something. I, I was in, in front of a Hindu convention. They asked me to speak at a Hindu convention. And I was waiting for the, yes! They don't do that. <laughs> Man, I know I was preaching way better than they were looking that day. Okay? So, so, so at, at, the, at the end of the meeting, I'm there. I'm thinking, I, you know, I bombed. I, man, no one, you know, no one clapped. At the end, they were, at the end, they clapped one time and it got up. And there was, they were all came up to me weeping. They said, we've never heard words like that before. And let me tell you what the Spirit spoke. The Spirit of God said, keep talking. They've never heard my voice before. So sometimes the people we're talking to have never heard the voice of God. <clears throat> What's this got to do with actually leadership, everything? I'm going somewhere with this. Uh, so, so, so maybe God's time for you, it's going to take 20 years to get you ready. Are you willing to, to pay the price? Let me, let me challenge you on something. The anointing in my life was not what I thought. I wanted to wave my hand, have everybody fall, but Jesus wanted me to heal the hurting leaders behind doors. And never tell anyone, I prayed for this president. I did this. So he had to take some things out of me that needed fame, or he could never take me behind the doors, or I would expose the weakness of leaders. I go to leaders, and they trust me. They say, something about you, we trust. I said, because I need nothing from you because my God is bigger than you, Mr. President. Oh, wow, wow. Who, who is your God? I'm the biggest guy in the country. You're not the biggest man in the country. My God is. I serve, I serve him, and I'm here out of love for you. Mr. President, we're here. We need nothing from you. I could be anywhere in the world, and you know it because your people have Googled my name, and they see I work all over the world, and I'm here to help your country. He says, talk to me. I can help rebrand your country if you let one thing take place in this nation. I said, I can solve every one of your problems, Mr. President, every one, if you let me do one thing. He goes, oh, we have a lot of problems. Yes, yes, you do. But I have one, one thing. I said, if you live the golden rule in this country, if everyone treats each other how they want to be treated, we could change your nation in a year. Because the businessmen wouldn't rip other ones off. They would treat them how they want to be treated. Your politicians would, would love people and treat them right. So, so now, God gave me the golden rule, interfaith peace. If you look, if you look at my Facebook, you'll see me with Muslims. You'll see me with Hindus. You'll see me with Buddhists. I have a little bow tie on. I know I'm the flyest one in there. Come on, somebody. 
<laughs> I mean, I'm not going to let that drop. Uh, uh, uh. <clears throat> yeah, I'm in there with, with my little bow tie on, and all these guys are asking me questions. And I, I say, let them talk, and I'll, I'll talk last. And Jesus gives me the mic, and he takes over. And they'll say, keep talking, this man has wisdom. I've never been in a place where I've seen the wisdom of God change lives until you get with people that haven't heard God. He wants to show off right there. He wants to, he, he will challenge their God. He will eat their God up. But hear this, we are used to a Christian language at the right time on Sunday morning. And we say, yeah, just right. We go, I know that's right, yeah. Great. What are you saying outside? Does your voice release the spirit and life every time you open your mouth outside? See, see here there's people, man, I'm telling you, Jesus, Jesus led by authority, not so much power. We focus on signs and wonder, but he focused on authority. He spoke the first time Peter spoke, 5,000 people were changed. It was authority, not power. They heard, wow, this man ate us up. His words went through us. They ate us. And now we're him. Are you, are you getting this? Why, why am I telling you this? I, I live in a, world, in a world right now. I just started Hollywood Humanitarian Voice. We are working with the movie stars, the producers of the world have come to the golden rule from someone that actually started on a short bus riding to a special school because he stutters. Now Hollywood's following. You in this place, you are so special. I'm no more special than anybody in this room. Jesus can take you and raise you up, but the worst thing you have is your head right now. Your head has put Jesus in a box. Your mind has limited the king, the creator of everything. You know what my job is when I travel the world? I teach Christians how to be number one because they talk number one, but they believe number two. Wow. <clears throat> my God is this. I'm going, yeah, what did you create? Create me? Yes. You know what I do? I, I, help, I help people create brand new language to change the world. My business, I change nations. I'm the president I have my own business, and it's not a nonprofit. And I consult governments on how to think and change the language. Because words get tired. Sometimes the Christian language is tired, and when you hear it, it has no more gas. You ever been there? You can sit in a sermon when it first comes, you're great. Two months later, you're going, I heard this before. Because your spirit is created for something new. So God wants you to be new every single day. I wake up, I go, Lord, what endeavor do we have today? What endeavor do we have today, God? God, take me out of my understanding. Lord, let the phone ring and it be what I can't imagine. The phone rings and it's what I can't imagine. And, and, and when, when, it, when he can't imagine it, oh, man, man. Your worth, I break the image of your worth to you. I break the image of your worth to you. You are so much more than you think you are. You are not an accident. You're number one. 
you're number one. Get number two out of your thinking. You're not a Christian singer, Troy. You're one, you're one of the best in the world. Yes. Yes. Yeah. See, see, this is what I tell people. I tell people, Hollywood's trying to get into me. I'm not trying to get into it. They're calling me saying, can you come do the golden rule? Uh, let me check my schedule. I can do that in, in 2017. Bro, can you do it sooner? No, I don't bow to you. Uh, well, well, we can pay you well. It's not about that. Who are you helping? Or, or am I going to be your next marketing campaign? Ink, not happening. If you want to be in a movement to help humanity, to make sure that every kid in the world has a chance to bring their God-given gift to the world, then I'm there. Anything else, I'm not. No, I don't want to go to your big house on the hill and overlook this. Give me the house, then I'll come. <laughs> so, so, are you getting what I'm saying? Who are you? Who are you? What has God created you for? Something that you can't even imagine. Your history has nothing to do with your mystery. Your history, your, your life history, God can make you the president tomorrow when he says, you're it. People, man. Uh, go to Revelation uh, 1, 6, please. Are you grabbing something tonight? Good. I want world changers. And, and this, these actual cities will be your pilot program. You'll win these cities, and then we'll take them by this Revelation 1-6. Now watch this here. <clears throat> I'm going to give you a revelation on this here. Now Revelation 1-6 says, and he's, made, and he's made us kings and priests unto our God and his Father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Let me give you some. Think about in the natural realm. Have you ever seen a priest? Okay. Have you ever seen a king? Okay. How, how, how different do those two look? Think about it. He calls us kings and priests. If you think about how a priest looks and how a priest functions, does he function different than a king? Okay. I'm, with this, I'm going somewhere. The church has only taught us how to be the priest and not the king, and that's why we're losing the world. I tell people, in the morning when I wake up, I say, I'm going to my throne. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry, that's a bad example. After I wake up and have breakfast and lunch, I'm going to my throne. I tell people. <laughs> Sorry about that. I guess that's ding. Um, you, your job is your throne. Can I really challenge you with something? Hmm. Show me how many times Jesus prayed or made declarations. 
90% of Jesus was decreeing from the throne. Decree. You know what? Your God is not here for a prayer request. He's given you everything. He's here for you to dominate from your throne. If it's entertainment world, start to create it. Start to create it. Create the new entertainment world. Start to speak what doesn't exist. Start to create new words so God has something to do. Create new genre. I just create... I just helped a gentleman establish a, a new style of music. It's called dream sound music. And he created a song. I said, I said, man, music is dead. Great. Hip hop, the beat sounds good, great. This, I go, dead. So this kid created a new genre of music called dream, dream sound music. And he wrote a song called Blessed Life. We live in a blessed life. We live in a blessed life. We live in a blessed life. We live in a, we live in a, we live in a blessed life. And his music makes people dream. Oh, man, I'm you see what I'm saying? I said, if you, don't, if you don't define it, if you create it, you define it. And when you define it, the world listens to the one that created it. Are you hearing this? So I'm creating all kind of new stuff. I, guys, I... Southwest Airlines has a commercial that I so believe it's a new one. They said all, all the other airlines are not transparent in their, in their pricing. So they said, we created a new word. And the new word is called transfer, F-A-R-E, transparency. They created a new word. And that, what does that word mean? That means we're going to be transparent in our prices. So watch this here. Now watch this here. As the people of God, how come we don't create? We have to create so the world can see what's coming next. So we can't be blinded by, we can no longer can we be blinded by their darkness. I speak, I don't speak to things, I speak, I speak through them. I, I wrote a book, The Forgotten Mountain. It, it, it talks about the seven mountains, but doesn't mention them one time. Because I'm, I'm talking through it. I'm saying, this mountain's been forgotten. Let them figure the rest out. You hear what I'm saying? San Jose, somebody is sitting in an architecture room in this city, building the next city in 20 years. Some policymaker is creating a law to make things free in this city, and you have no clue. Sir, someone has a blueprint. Go to your city and say, what's, the, what's, what's coming in the next 15 years? They will show you a layout of the vision of San Jose that doesn't exist yet. This is what it is. How come we can't create the next San Jose? What about where there's peace in the cities? What about where kids are growing up having a chance to bring their gift to the world. Ah, what, what if you created, let me give you a noble idea. What if you created a gifting education to where kids came in and you found their God-given gift? As opposed to worried about their SAT score to get to Stanford, that's going to give them a five-year-old degree when they graduate. 
They're already five years behind because the book took five years to come out. The information's already obsolete when you graduate. Because the world's moving so fast now. Why don't we capture that? Why don't we say, great, Mr. We, we, I want to establish a gifting education. Leadership comes from being visionary people that create what they can't see and define it so the world knows what to look at. Now, you're, you're getting it. You're getting it. This place is a center of creativity. You build people, you bring people back to life. Okay, once you found me, I'm dead. What now? What now? What now? What now? I'm, gonna, man, I'm telling you, prophecy, the spirit of prophecy awakens stuff inside of you. When this dormant says, you're this, boom, and then the Holy Spirit goes, now the Holy Spirit has something to show you. Hey, Cisco, you're on the way here. You are on the way to leading because you prove you can serve. And, and, and watch this here. And this church will reap where they haven't sowed. You'll reap where you didn't sow. Do you hear that? You'll reap where you have not sowed. Because God has a bigger dream for you than you ever thought. The old model church is dead. I traveled the nations. Nobody wants Jesus packaged that way anymore. Governments, they, they don't want Jesus because he's, he's mad at everybody. He, he's judging everyone's stuff. Your, your skirt is too short. Your hair's too long. Uh, you don't have any hair. So we portrayed a mad Jesus. Nobody wants a mad God. On Capitol Hill, let me tell you guys, never read your Facebook at election time or you'll be deceived. You'll think the whole world thinks like you and the election happens and, and it was a blowout the other way. The world don't think like you anymore because our thinking has become so, let's fight everything people create. I'm a creator. I, I got a word last week, Pastor Daniel. They said, you're uh, an apostle of language. I go, yes, I am. I said, and guys, I created one era and two words a month ago. I created my own era. You guys, man, who is this guy? I created a whole era. Let me explain. Somebody started the word Generation X. Somebody started the name for every gang. Somebody started the name. We'll be called this. We'll be called this. So I, I created my own era. I wrote a book called After Pentecost. You'd be the first here. My era, I created the post-human post era. The post-human era. When I got born again after Pentecost, the Holy Spirit came inside of me. I'm no longer human. I'm supernatural now. Do you believe that? So, so, so I just closed the human era. Watch. When it comes out in the book, the whole world will say yes. So the whole world will know they're living because no one has defined the new era. So people are stuck still trying to be good enough to get to God. Oh, I fasted and prayed. No, he's in you now. 
You have, he's in you. I don't have to work for what's already in me. Come on. And I created another word for, for in him, I created a word called Christ optics. Christ optics. Looking at the world through the eyes of? Because, hear this, those old words are tired. They're tired. Nobody wants to... I just was at a convention, and a man came to me, he goes, he goes, I thank God that you're moving the bar. He said, I don't need to be motivated. I'm over-motivated. I went to John Maxwell, Les Brown. I went to, he goes, I'm so motivated, I'm doing nothing, but I'm motivated. <laughs> he said, I read every motivational book there is. I'm motivated. He goes, I'm motivated. What are you doing? He goes, nothing. I'm frustrated. Move me. How do we move? The, how do we? Oh, man. Until you step, you'll never see God move. Until you step, you'll never see God move. And here it is. And he doesn't need you to understand the step. He just needs the obedience. I'm telling you guys. So, so when he gives you a dream, just start stepping. Just step, step. Say, God, what is this? And just say, God... I don't have the money right now. I'll write the vision down. I'll write the vision, and then I will decree the vision. And when you decree it, you breathe life into it. And when you breathe life into it, there's a provision where the life came from the breath you just gave. Guys, I'm a consultant for governments of the world. Special education guy that fell in love with Jesus. God did it. I'm here looking at greatness right now. I'm looking at the next world changers in you. And I believe that. As I got two half sleeve tattoos and tattoos on my legs. Yeah, I'm tatted up. <laughs> I, I, I'm tatted up and I'm changing the nations. <laughs> yes, so my tattoos didn't stop me from going to, to, to the presence of nations. God. I go, guys, I'm telling you guys, he can do it. But he wants to do it. He wants to, man, Troy, dream, man, dream, dream. And, and don't put your dream in a limit. Don't put your song in a limit. You got, maybe God wants you to create the new entertainment world and not get in it. Maybe he wants a new city structure to help the loss of this city, and he wants to start here. Maybe he wants a model that's winning to be built for every community in the world. Start here. Oh, I love it, man. I'm telling you, he's big. He's big. He's big. I messed up. I, I smoked dope. I drank. Put it behind. <laughs> just, just don't do it again. Let's go. Yeah. This is, this is, and people think Jesus is angry. You know what happens? I'm going to challenge you, man. My, Larry, uh, Larry Jones of Feed the Children said this. He said, you're going to love this. He said, God works at the, during the interruptions in your life. 
Larry Jones had the biggest feeding ministry of children, and it was called Feed the Hungry. You remember him? Guess how his vision started? He flew into Haiti to actually preach. And he, he's walking to the hotel room, and a little Haitian kid comes and says, hey, sir, if you give me a nickel, I can eat today. He goes, if you give me five, five more cents, I can get food and a drink. So he, he gave the kid 20 cents, watched the kid walk in, into a store, come out with food and drink. He said that night, feed, feed the children was birthed. In an interruption. During an interruption. During an interruption, a billion-dollar ministry came during the interruption. Are you grabbing this? Man, man, guys, my God is so unlimited. And my God so wants me to be what he's called me to be. But you have to understand one thing. Self-governance and protocol. If you can't follow Pastor Daniel, if you can't follow him, I promise you, you'll never lead a nation. No. Let me go a step further because he's a senior pastor. If you can't follow the head of the tape ministry and you're volunteering, if you can't follow that usher leader that wants you to be at church at 8.15 in the morning and you show up at 8.30 tripping, well, my kids were tripping. Okay, 8.15 says 8.15. Maybe if you own and say, I'm my bad and don't come with an attitude, maybe we'll have some mercy on you. So watch this. So hear this. Guys, I pastor, I pastor a church in Victorville that has tw- that's had 20 people for 15 years. Everyone said I failed. And Jesus is watching my stewardship. And he says, when you're faithful over little, and then he gave me the nations of the world. <laughs> so he wasn't watching me to have 800. He was watching if I could take care of 20. He knew I would take care of 20,000. You hear this? So stop looking for the big thing and serve where you're at. And say, I'm going to be the best at assisting this guy I've ever seen in my life. I'm going to stay there until God moves me on. And God's not moving everybody on. So, so some people, I have a great vision. Yes, yes. Uh, well, just die in it. <laughs> Learn how to serve. The grace in the kingdom is a servant. And, and, and you are being tried by being the usher, by being as pastor's battery runs out. Are you the one who goes, I told him not to put that thing on like that. Just bring the battery and serve. <laughs> Sorry, I've been there, huh? Uh, I got my guy in the back going. <sighs> Spirit of God says, zing, <laughs> zap. <laughs> Guys, why am I telling you this? I'm very guarded where, where I go now because everybody wants to use the gift. I said, Lord, only send me where the hearts are right. I don't have time for idiots. Jesus. I'm serious. I said, I said do, do, do not send me to idiots. They waste my time and they don't do anything. So send me to people that want to move because idiots, Lord, I know they're helping me grow, but I've Lord, I've matured in that. I've had every idiot in the world come to me. So I'm good now. I love them all, God. Can, can I get some workers now? 
I'm going to challenge you. <clears throat> in, in my heart, you're already past phase one. You don't judge people for, for their plight in life. You're, you're already past phase one. You help everyone. I think you're about to be what you never imagined. I've never seen a healthy ministry where people are moving in health. And they're able to help you. Not that you're perfect. Trust me, I'm, I'm a pastor. I know. You put your nice clothes on Sunday morning, smile, and you're the big devil in the back sometimes. <laughs> uh, you got a cat. Come out of him in Jesus' name. You know? <laughs> Send him back. Okay, let's go next in the front row. Okay. Oh, what am I saying this for? When Jesus begins to move, you can't control it. The golden rule has taken off. I can't control it anymore. It's out of my control. You know what Jesus told me? He said, let me live out of control in you. I'm, I'm living right now, and Jesus is out of control in my life. I can't control it. I got pretty caught. That guy did this. I go, it's not my job. I can't worry about him. I bless him. This guy, I'm not, I'm not everyone's babysitter. I'm not, the church, I'm not the Holy Ghost demon sin watcher. <laughs> Boom, get him, bow, he did it. No, 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 that hurt your bow. No, I'm not that guy that's shooting them. I'm the one picking them up saying, it's okay. It's okay. This is by grace. This is by the mercy of God grow in that area, mature in that area, because it's hindering you from greatness. Don't just stop because you think I'll get mad. This thing in your life is hindering your greatness. You're called for more than this, and God can't give it to you because he doesn't want you to make him look bad later. Man, guys, by the grace of God, I'm changing the world, man. I work in 120 countries of the world. I don't even speak the language. Of about 100 countries, I don't even speak the language. What's that language? Man, I have no clue. <laughs> but watch this. Everybody in that country will know one thing. Treat others how you want to be treated. Yeah. That's, that, that's my message. Let me tell you what, what, what's going to happen next. You're already concrete in your message. Your message is life. You give people life. What does that mean sometimes, Troy? That means when you're given life, if you can't lead while bleeding, you'll never lead. Every leader bleeds and stands up and you don't know he's bleeding. How are you great? And you're bleeding on the inside. Uh, you lost a family member. You lost something. Something devastated happened. And you can't let the whole world know because they're watching you. They're saying... Who are you? And, and, and watch this here. If the God I serve, if he doesn't work in times of crisis, why am I serving him? But hear this. Every crisis, every crisis, oh, man. When, when I learned this, every crisis, if I learn to say God is not their fault, it's my fault, he takes me through it real quick. When I blame other people, I have to walk through it longer, and I, and I have to pray until he shows me the problem was me. I tell people, prayer, here it is, it's going to sound wrong, prayer doesn't change things. Prayer changes you, and you change the thing. 
So those people that you hate, that's a ministry. Pray until your heart changes, and there will be a day where the love of God comes in your heart for them, and the day your heart comes, he'll use you to reach them. I'm telling you, I'm tell, I'm tell you he sets you up always. Like, I hate that guy. He says, great. And the guy's your boss. You have to smile in the morning when you go, hi, how are you? You go, man, how are you? You say, are you praying for him? No. And then one day, one day, one day you become the boss and someone does that to you. <laughs> you got it. Let me, let me challenge you. What could you create that the world hasn't seen yet with your gift? What can you create? Cisco, what can you create that the world hasn't seen yet? Think about that. What's on the inside of you that's going to transform the world? Troy, Troy, what's inside of you that, hear this, what inside of you did Jesus put there that needs to be unique? And you can't be afraid of your uniqueness. Your uniqueness will set you apart. It won't keep you at the same level. Entertainer, leaders, changing the world, seven mountain dominators, sitting on your throne, speaking to nations, creating a new San Jose. Don't listen to the prognosticators. Change the prognosis. San Jose is not gang city. San Jose is, is a unified nation. And such a great song. San Jose, a unified nation. Where we all walk as one with a new creation. See, 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 see. And when you say that and have everyone saying it, you're speaking from your throne and everyone will catch it. This is no longer, yes, this, this is no longer a city of division, it's a city of peace and unity. Where we all walk as one in the sun. Ah, ah, I'm the one. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> oh, God, I'm telling you, man, what am I telling you this for? The old revelation is dead. Who is creating the new one? Is it Donald Trump? Your future, let's make America great again. I'm going to build a fence. It's going to be a big fence. And you're going to love me as I build it for you. No, 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 no. Let's make America great again. And everyone goes, yes. Watch this here. Let's make the king emerge again. Are you hearing this? What would the kingdom of God look like in San Jose? Start writing songs about that. What would Mount Peters look like if the kingdom was here? What would it look like? What, what would it look like if the environment of heaven filled this city? Somebody write that song so when you sing it, God will come and hear it and bring his presence with him. Are you hearing this? Let's create nations like God wants them to be. But he can't blind you by what's there. There's a prophetic mantle upon this body. And this body needs to prophesy through song what the new San Jose looks like. 
start to sing for God, he'll say, yeah, someone's got it. Right now, he can't find anyone singing what it's going to look like. He, he finds, he has too many, um, what are people that fix things when they break? He has too, too many mechanics. And not, and not architects. I'm architecting everything. I'm not, I'm not being a mechanic for anything anymore. I was for a long time trying to, that guy's hurt, prophesy his destiny. He'll get over it. <laughs> oh, man. You know what Satan hates? When, when someone prophesies to children. Because, because when you put that word in them, nothing can stop it. Yeah. Nothing can stop the word. Your kids will be fantastic. They'll change the world. God created them. Ah, the best you ever you watch. Their life will be nothing like yours. You're a floor. They'll springboard. Yeah, yeah. Now, and know what? And now they can't die because they're somewhere in the future, and they look much better than they look right now. Oh, yes, that's God. Prophesy. And when, when you create it in someone, it has to show up. Let me tell you why a generation is dying. Because no one's spoken prophetic vision to them. And where there is no vision, they can die early. Grab every kid say, Lord, what's his destiny? And begin to decree in their life and speak it so they can live and not die. Amen? Amen. You grabbing this, guys? I want to do one thing. Uh, sir, can, can you please get me what I... Uh, Man, are you ready to change the world? Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. And, and man, you guys are doing a great job. I'm not here, I'm not here uh, to browbeat. Uh, you guys are doing an f- unbelievable job. Uh, you guys are, you're on my team whether you like it or not. <laughs> <laughs> I brag about you guys when I go places, so I'm going to keep doing that. So who cares? Let me uh, be on your team. Thank you for downloading this message. For more information on our church, visit us at cwcbayarea.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash cwcbayarea.